0: Bills C eleven and C twenty seven. Do they protect Canada's private broadcasters? Well one of them, C eleven, and industry or the heavy is it the heavy hand of government censorship? Professor Michael Geist writes Heritage Minister Pablo Rodriguez betrays democratic norms to rush Bill C eleven through committee. And then on C twenty seven, the updated privacy reform law, the professor describes it as the Groundhog Day Privacy Law. Professor Geist, good to have you back on the program. How are you?
1: I'm doing well. Thanks again. Thanks for having me again.
0: Yeah, let's talk about this C-11 and why the Trudeau government is so intent to ram the legislation through at breakneck speed, cutting off debate on amendments with, as you point out on your Twitter feed, five months to go before a parliamentary vote on the bill.
1: Yeah, well, it's a vote at the Senate level. The House vote is, is will probably be finalized this week, but... You're right about the rush to push this thing through. In fact, it's, I think, been a been a pretty rough week for this bill and what I think most would consider to be democratic norms. You know, at the start of the week, the committee went through what's known as clause by clause, where they go through each clause and all the parties have the opportunity to propose amendments. There were over 150 of those proposed by all the various parties. And what the Heritage Minister Rodriguez provided for through the government was if they weren't done by 9 o'clock in the evening, after just six hours of committee hearings, they would simply go through all remaining amendments without making them public, without any discussion, without any opportunity for questions or amendments, just motion, amendment after proposed amendment after amendment, vote after vote after vote, and they did that for hours. And we, quite frankly, will never even know what they voted on because none of that's public.
0: That is concerning.
1: I think it's it's stunning in terms of just rushing this through because as as you point out, even if it passes in the House, the Senate has made clear that they are not prepared to simply rubber stamp it. So we know that there will be extensive hearings come in the fall, but apparently Senate leaders have targeted November as a timeline for a vote. So this is just a false deadline. It's one created by the heritage minister Rodriguez for for a political victory, but I, I guess you have to ask the question, at what cost, you know, to, to mm-hmm. abandon some of those kinds of democratic principles? And then, towards the end of this week, just yesterday, uh, you had government MPs claim that the concerns that have been raised by more than a third of the witnesses who raised issues around regulating user content, and they're now describing that criticism as misinformation. Strikes me as a really dangerous position to take when MPs who literally heard all the testimony, don't just ignore it, but then characterize it as misinformation. So when you
0: look at C11, for just for argument's sake or just positioning it on the show right now, how do you describe, how do you define C11 to Canadians listening now? What is it really about?
1: Yeah, well, I mean, there's what the government says it's about and then what it actually does. And so what the government said it was about was to try to bring the large streaming services, the Netflixes of the world, into the Canadian broadcast system and require them, to make contributions to support CanCon. Now, I guess we're noting, just as an aside, that the evidence that the committee heard was that Netflix already has spent billions in Canada. Uh, Same is true for some of the other streaming services. So they're already major contributors here. That's actually pretty clear at this stage. But this would actually require them, through the legislation, to, to make contributions. But along the way, it feels like the government lost the plot, and they extended some of the regulatory requirements to user content and you know we had TikTok for example which was not permitted did not appear before the committee they you know they just did not they did not uh, allow for as many witnesses as i think they should have but they put forward a submission a written submission in which they said any TikTok video with music they believe would be covered by this legislation let me
0: uh, just shift gears here for a moment bill C27 so you described that as the Groundhog Day Privacy Bill. So it's pretty much the same as its predecessor, which wasn't very much to begin with, yes?
1: Yeah, I mean, I I thought it was, to be honest, I thought the the last bill was a decent starting point for discussion. This is the kind of issue that I think is going to attract criticism from really almost everyone. You know, people on the privacy side are going to say it doesn't do enough. Uh, Some in the business community are going to say it does too much. That sometimes is a pretty good indicator that at least it's a decent Place to begin the conversation. I think my my concern and a little bit of frustration is that the government introduced roughly the same bill with a few, with a little bit of tinkering, about a year and a half ago. And the current hair, the current industry minister, Champagne, literally just let it die. I mean, there was just no interest in the government in trying to move it forward. It never even made it out of the House to be studied by committee government gets re-elected, and we again go through months and months and months of delay. And I think there was some expectation that the government would actually come back with something new, that it would take that time to, to reflect on the feedback they got. But they're just running it back, and it really does beg the question whether or not there's any political will to, do what, to go where they weren't willing to go before, which was to actually ensure that Canadians have the kind of privacy protection they need.
0: Yeah, I, I noted in your piece on... Uh online that you're not entirely weren't entirely dismissive of c11 you just mentioned that but you also wrote the federal government doesn't really care much about privacy and that's because they're, they're not doing much with it right i mean it's just I, I think if you talk to the majority of canadians they'd say to you privacy doesn't exist
1: well i, I mean that's I, I you may be right and i think obviously that, that that's a pretty sad state of affairs if that's the case it I think is if, if anything it tells us that there really is a role for government to to provide a foundation for protection, and this is a government that really has felt, if anything, just pretty indifferent to the issue. As I mentioned, there really wasn't a willingness to push forward on this last bill. They brought it back now with just days before the summer break, so there's no hope that it's even going to that anything is going to happen on this until the fall at best, and even then, we're not really sure. They tried to; they've been trying to move through the Senate a bill that deals with privacy at the border and searching. The digital devices for which the Senate said went way too far and actually required changes. And, you know, to bring it back a little bit to C11, in some ways, what we see from the Heritage Minister Rodriguez. And I, I, I'm sorry, just interesting... literally
0: 20 seconds.
1: Okay, just very quickly. It feels like the heritage policy is to profit off of people's data by getting money from these companies as opposed to trying to restrict the kind of data that they protect